There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, happy Tuesday, 4 o'clock right now, and we're hanging out with Lori and Julia, but hey, we've got to get to something very serious for fans of TV. That's oh. right, the, the 11,000 writers across the U.S. are on strike starting oh. today. We've got a little report from CBS uh, Morning News. Yes, we do. To it's just everything. loading. Here we go. <sighs> my apologies on the delay here. News from Hollywood, entertainment writers now on strike. What that means is production is halted on many of your favorite shows as Writers Guild members push for better pay on streaming shows and better working conditions. It's an action taken by more than 11,000 writers all across the country. And the last time this happened, back in 2007, Hollywood lost more than $2 billion. Elise Preston has the latest now from Sony Pictures Studios in Los Angeles. Elise, they say this is the strike that streaming brought. Good morning. Good morning to you, Tony. Picket lines will form on uh, outside of studios on both coasts later this afternoon. Shows and production will come to a halt. You mentioned that last strike was 15 years ago. It lasted more than three months. Insiders warn appointment TV viewing could be delayed even longer. Riders might have to do something totally against their nature. Go outside. Stephen Colbert is one of several late night hosts whose shows could go dark tonight. As more than 11,000 Hollywood writers prepare to stop working today and start picketing. I am genuinely concerned. At the forefront of the strike, says the union, are dwindling earnings for writers in the age of streaming. Admiral on the bridge. While companies like Amazon, Disney, Netflix, and our parent company Paramount have flourished, the writers in a nutshell feel that the streaming revolution has really left them behind. Matthew Bellany is a Hollywood insider and founding partner of Puck.News. They don't get as much money when shows play on streaming services than they did when shows are played on traditional linear television. Roughly 85% of households are subscribed to at least one streaming service, but the writers claim they aren't sharing in that success. And with shows producing fewer episodes each season, writers receive less pay. It's complicated. The WGA says almost half of its TV writers work at the minimum salary, up from 33% from a decade ago. But studio producers say their budgets are already maxed out. The last time writers took to the picket line was 2007, which helped give rise to reality TV. I'm Kim Kardashian. That strike lasted 100 days, and its impact cost the city of Los Angeles more than $2 billion. Do you think it could last six to eight months? This could last 
a year. We are in a perfect storm here because the studios are all under financial pressure right now. And I, I'll just say this is so as I we talked about yesterday, all the late night shows done. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Colbert last <clears throat> night on his show showed all the writers that work on that show. Jimmy Fallon on the Met Gala carpet said, I, I got no show without the writers. Right. So all of those Bill Maher, SNL, all of those things. I'll just remind you in 2007 when there's a strike, um, season two of Heroes crumbled. Exactly, and that's what that. killed it. Yeah, pushing daisies—a show we, we loved. Oh, heroes got yeah. b- it pushed it off. They robbed the world of a delightful show. Yep. Girlfriends also oh, uh, died wow. because okay. of that writer strike. So, um, here's what here's uh, what some other things that are happening. Give the writers whatever they want. Yeah, and it is. I mean, you're going from 22 episodes to an average of eight to ten in streaming. So there's a big loss of money there. As well, and and the shows that we're going to um, already see is the networks are going to finish out the year because those are already in the can. The ABCs, the NBCs, the CBS. That stuff is already. Yeah, yeah, yes. That's already done. The soap operas will be halted in a month. Yep. Because they write a month out. But everyone, like Yellow Jackets, they started on season three yesterday. Abbott Elementary, all all shut down. And remember, Netflix doesn't start producing content until 2011. So th- they weren't even a part of this. No. Last writer's strike. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it, it it's uh it's that's it's really a bummer, but they the the picket lines are out. Um and the studios say the writers guild union said they don't want to pay writers for their work when it's streaming. But streaming is where everyone's watching it. That's On all the so- platforms is the present and the future more and more every day. So this could go on yeah. for quite some time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, they've, they, they called it at 12.01 last night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There so, we go. So I just thought, oh, what shows fell apart? Um, yes. And... Question. Those were three great shows: girlfriends, mm-hmm. push, oh, heroes, pushing daisies, yeah. and heroes. Heroes, right. heroes they was all crumbled yeah. because of that. So, question for you, and maybe you can or can't answer this, but with this whole Kevin Costner Yellowstone, oh yeah, I mean the, this. Does done. this put this all on hold now because yeah, there's no writers to even no, write? Well, unless they got to, it done. No, unless it's already been written. Right. If the scripts have already been written, anything that's already. Uh, been written will be filmed, but according to Kevin Costner's people, Taylor Sheridan Hasn't. never had that second right. half oh. of season five. So it could be real long before this could really. I mean, it's already saying, in turmoil, but this could is, really. But they're saying existing like Netflix, Disney Plus, Apple Plus are in the best shape heading into the strike because they're not locked into any nightly events or anything. They already might have things in the can. Yeah. And they have things that maybe that they never even released. So they can do that whenever they say, when networks may, if this goes on for an extended period of time, borrow from their streaming siblings like Hulu could play their stuff on CBS or ABC or wherever it shows up. You know what I mean? Something like that. Just pay the writers for the streaming. I mean, come on. Well, that just seems crazy to me. Last time during the 100 days that they were on strike in 2007, it cost the L.A. economy a reported $2 billion. Yeah. All right. We'll miss our... Our late night. Mm -hmm. So no Pete Davidson on Zero Night Live. Mm -mm. Done. All right. 
You think they could move that, or is that just canceled? No, it's canceled. Oh, they have no writers. SNL is a heavily. It's Monday, and that's a weekly. I wanted that so bad to get it out. Yeah, yeah. So that's not going to happen. Well, pay them, pay them, pay them, pay them. I know you you really hope so, but yeah, easier said than done. That that's happening, and they're picketing at uh, NBC's upfronts today. And it's funny that they're having all those. The upfronts are what they're promoting for the upcoming year to the advertisers. Mm -hmm. So. Ironic. Ironic. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, listen, um, we'll be right back with Random Thoughts. Hey, everybody, let's go furniture shopping at Furniture Manor. Do you I- want occasional tables? Do you want entertainment and office, dining, bedroom, accessories, upholsteries? What are you looking for? Maybe something for, we are going to sit outside or a three-season porch, yeah. not something like that. Yeah, no? or, you know, personal design services available in your home or at the store. One thing that they've always been known for is making luxury affordable at Furniture Manor. So when you go there, they really have beautiful products. I mean, and comfort is key and fabric, how it feels. And And not an overwhelming place to shop like some of the big box places where everything looks the same. Absolutely. And the individuals that work there, everyone has a design background. And they'll spend the extra time with you to make sure you're getting something that perfectly fits your needs. Maybe you just want to change out some accessories for the summer. There's great stuff there at Furniture Manor. They're two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 in Osseo. Tell them the girl sent you. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Let's see if we can travel back in time to 2019. We're attending Art Basel in Miami. And um, it was kind of a wild year. And an Italian artist, Maurizio Catalins, he had a piece called Comedian. And it sold for $120,000. And at the time when it debuted, it was just a banana that they duct taped to the wall. And we're all like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is this is an interesting piece of art. Uh-huh. Well, they, um, the museum, the Liu Museum of Art and Soul, bought this for their expedition. Expedi- ex- say the right word. Exhibition? Thank exhibition, you. Exhibition, yes. And a South Korean art student consumed this said banana (laughs) duct taped to the wall because he was hungry. No Huan Su was filmed removing and peeling the fruit at the museum in front of stunned onlookers. The Guardian reported he attached the banana skin back to the wall with the same duct tape and walked (laughs) off. That's funny. When asked by museum (laughs) officials and why this wasn't guarded when they spent $120,000 on it, uh, why he ate the fruit he just said he was hungry after skipping breakfast. Breakfast. What's breakfast? What was that? Brexit and breakfast? Mm-hmm. Anywho, that is. Um, That's funny. Someone's pissed about that, but who would eat a, a banana that many years old? Yeah, you got some attention out of it. That's but I do find people put bananas everywhere. American Heart Association. Do? I don't That sounded so yeah, okay. That sounded so bad, and I'm just. Where do they put them, Julia? In bushes <laughs> on the cement. I'm doing my cleanup walks. I find a lot of bananas. Okay, okay. Half-eaten bananas, a lot of places. Um, that could have sounded so dirty. It yeah. really did. It did. I immediately thought, really, where are you putting your banana besides your mouth? <laughs> I'm putting them in the garbage. American Heart Association ranks the keto diet last for heart health. 
Does this surprise anyone? A grand is somewhere. That could go under the yeah, sub of duh. Yeah, that could be a duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're just saying, because it's, you know, it's all meat and cheese. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to Bradley Druckla, if I'm pronouncing his last name right. Do you know Druckla's bowling in um, Invergrove Heights? I don't know that. It's spelled well. like Dracula, but it's D-R-K-U-L-A. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a bowler and has been bowling three days a week since he was very, very young. And he got a perfect 300 this past weekend in the Minnesota State Bowling Tournament. That's cool. And he said it was, um, he said, people said he made it look easy. And he goes, um, I think there was a total of 40 people standing behind me quietly watching my last shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He rarely gets nervous, but there is no escaping it. And it's just quiet. And right when it hits the pockets and explodes, everybody's just cheering. He got seventh overall in the competition. But the reason why this was extra challenging is he had a blister on his finger. Oh. So he had to turn his hand sideways and flip the ball sideways so he didn't put pressure on the finger with the blister. And um, because of the blister, he he threw exclusively what's called a backup ball. Do you know what that is, Larry? I don't have a backup ball, but many good bowlers do. And it was curving left to right instead of maybe right to left. Mm-hmm. And um, he was very surprised, but he knew he could do it. And he's very happy with the results. So congratulations to you. Yeah, bowling etiquette says you don't point out, oh, wow, you've had six strikes or yep. threes. You don't mention it because you jinx it. You just jinx like baseball it. with like a no-hitter, yeah, perfect you game. You just let it go. You just, just, let just it go. don't Everyone say anything. Everyone knows it's happening, but you don't say, Suddenly, oh, look, you've got four strikes. Because then for sure the fifth strike won't be fifth strike. Okay. That's ruined your zen. Yeah. That's ruined your zen. Okay, yeah, so I love it's it. It's an unofficial bowling rule. Okay, yeah. I yeah. like knowing that. Mm-hmm. Um, in Norway, they had a celebrity walrus um, named Freya. Of course they do. And yeah. last summer, though, Freya got in a little trouble, but Freya became famous because she would climb up on boats and just sunbaze. And s- she sunk many boats in the process. She's 1,300 pounds. Yeah, I was going to say, those and are big. People thought Freya was just so lazy and walrusy and just never mm. moving that they would get up close to her and try to no, feed her. very dangerous. Very dangerous. So they had to euthanize her last year. Aww. And so they, over the weekend, um, debuted the bronze sculpture of Freya taking a nap mm. in the Oslo Marina. Grant posted this yesterday. Yeah. It's really sweet. It's cute, yeah. It's really sweet. And Freya's named after the Norse. Um, goddess of beauty and love. It's a really sweet, big old bad boy walrus, you know, just hanging out. So, sorry. Did you ever go to Hearst Castle on Highway 1 between, like, it's... L.A. and... Well, it's actually... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Santa North of Santa Barbara. Uh, but they have all the elephant seals uh, on the beach in front of San Simeon, Hearst Castle. And there's certain times there's Hundreds of they look like big rocks and they're just snorting and snuffling. And are these the ones that you find at Fisherman's Wharf? 
There's I, a ton there. I don't know if those are elephant seals. They may, okay. Elephant seals are like big like a walrus. Well, then they're they huge, aren't. Huge. So an elephant seal is that big? Yeah, that's why they're called elephants. I got it. We talked when Grant Whitaker was on um, Runway for Hope, which is um, raising money for breast cancer in the Hope Chest this Sunday <laughs> at the Galleria mm-hmm. from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 and for people who go, there is still room to sign up. And it sounds like a really fun event in the Galleria. And Grant does such a great job with it. And according to Ann Johnson, um, one of the auction items is um, throwing out the first pitch at a Twins Ooh. game. Oh, that's cool. And she says, you know, it's a double win for both of us if we would if we would win that silent auction. But I just want people to know if you've been wanting to do something different for someone in your family and raise money for breast cancer. The Hope Chest, um, the um, Runway for Hope is this Sunday at the Galleria. Grant posted those links last week when Grant was on our show. Mm-hmm. Didn't you? So yep. that'd be easy for someone and to it's find. It's supposed to rain on Sunday, so it would be a good indoor activity day. Is it really? And that's when Oh, yeah, Julia. Mm-hmm. Grant did the greatest. I loved it when he came on. You guys asked him, you know, now that you've been on oh, the air for vintage. 20 no, years, what's vintage? You know, he goes, no, you're not vintage. You're just couture. And we're just couture. <laughs> and that Grant beautiful. knows how to pronounce that. Couture. Um, grasshopper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've come a long way. Thank you. Thank you. Because I even pronounce it wrong. You was called couture. Get there. We like it a lot. Um, okay. So tonight on HGTV, we had on the sisters from from renovation 911 it's the minnesota sisters that have the new hgtv show and on tonight's show we have a special home being renovated it's our colleague sonia's home so you can see her on it nice um and if you haven't caught that show i have not it's pretty cool we're going once in a while i'm on a plane you would watch it on a plane? Yeah, I don't know That's why. It's relaxing. relaxing to just watch I these little half-hour episodes um, on the plane. I, I don't know why, but I do. Yeah. But that's tonight. If okay. you haven't caught it yet, it's a fun What's show. What's it called again? Um, renovating renovation. nine renovation or renovating nine one one. I didn't look at everything. Okay. If you, um, I just need to give a shout out to Schuler Shoes. Ah, uh, Schuler's great. It's great so place. funny because yesterday you came in with a new pair of dance clothes. From Benders up in Duluth. Oh, you got yours at Benders. Which is like, Benders is like the Schuler's of, of the North. Yeah, and right. I was at Schuler's last <laughs> night getting a new pair of Dansko hiking shoes. They're so nice there. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that, putting it out there. Um, one other thing, Lorene, mm-hmm. is that it's National Teachers Day. Shout hey. out. Shout out, shout to, out to all of our teachers. Thank you for what you do. You know, it's not always easy. Don't but... listen to Megan Trainer. Oh, he is making the rounds. I wonder if Andy Cohen's show is going to be affected by the writers. I, I don't I know, but she was on under- last night with Miranda Lambert. Yeah, I know it. And oversharing once again, doubling <laughs> down on her husband's. He's a spy kid. We don't need to know about his big hammer. She's we do a, know. She's annoying. I liked her last night. I thought Megan she was Trainer? cute. Oh. Did you watch it? I yeah, thought it was cute. Miranda Lambert was so cute. Miranda Lambert has a new cookbook out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I... You don't I, like cheesy like I do. It was so cheesy. I, it was so I do cheesy. everything cheesy. And I found both of them to be... I had I shut it off halfway through. I was completely bored. Well, and I enjoyed it. Andy was completely bored, too, because he had to resort to questions like, what was your first concert? <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying when we asked people?
people that weird bar? Because we used to ask people that all the time. No, I mean, sometimes you got to ask, like, if you've got somebody on, but I don't know. I guess she'd never been in the clubhouse before. <laughs> Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I thought she was It's sweet. a good question to ask of a singer. That was a bad example. All right, fine. Lori and Julia here for El Barito Mercado, and we know what's coming up. Friday, Friday, Cinco Cinco de Mayo. Mayo. And El Barito Mercado has a lot of things going on, both Friday and Saturday. Um, So the two bars, uh, both the inside and the patio bar, open at 3. There's all-day drink specials, $5 margaritas, $4 Coronas. They also sell the Chamangos, which kids love. The restaurant is open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. The food truck will be out there. Uh, also, the patio is open, and right. there's a DJ. There's a, a grito contest and a lote eating contest. A lote is the corn and the cob. Oh and my Saturday, gosh. there's stuff going on there, too. So Absolutely. There isn't a Cinco Festival on Cesar Chavez Street, so this is where the action is for Cinco de Mayo. 100%. 100%. Check them out, and you can even make reservations at the restaurant if you'd like to. Go to El Burrito Mercado or just go to my talk, keyword, El Burrito. Burrito, Burrito, Burrito for you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, the undisputed star of the White House Correspondents' Dinner last weekend is people know Roy Wood Jr.'s name because he was uh, just a huge success uh, as the host of that. Mm-hmm. And we've got a pair of tickets to see Roy Wood Jr. perform at the Fillmore on Saturday, November 11th. We'll take the seventh caller, 651-641-1071. And if you want to see the brilliant Roy Wood Jr., give uh, Grant a call. Maybe you'll be lucky. And if you're not lucky, you can keep trying. We've got them all week. But the tickets do go on sale this Friday at 10. This is All the entertainment shows had clips of him on last night's show of... He was absolutely hysterical. Fun, His fun, fun. Really... I love it. I so love it. Lo- I love to see that. So uh, people are calling and Grant will pick up the phone and we've got a little TV and music news and uh, Dancing with the Stars, which aired its last season exclusively on Disney+. Plus. It was the last year of Tyra Banks' three-year contract. It's returning to ABC. So... It is stream on Disney Plus, but I swear they did that because they the <laughs> the fans did not like Tyra. She and was that was how at, we could get her to quit. Well, she just had a three year deal with them okay. to produce that show, but they couldn't take it. Like when that would air, it was just overwhelmingly like. She's, it was hard to watch with her. I will say that. Yeah, she was she, not. She was not a good fit she for that wasn't show. A good, she wasn't a good hostess. And then when they get rid Host. of Tom Bergeron, who is just an effortless natural host, I hope they bring Tom back. Um, and it was the first live series that streamed. So anyway, I'm glad it's coming back. Um, Julie, Julianne Huff and Alfonso Ribeiro are going to be the co-hosts. So my wish for Tom is is out. And of course, Len Goodman passed away a couple of weeks ago, and Cheryl Burke is uh, ac- exiting the show. And um, 
it's it's something they'll still have it on Disney Plus. Yeah, it'll be available on Hulu. But for people who have network, it's on ABC again. Yeah, so but I think th- that show won't be returning if the writer strike is still going on. Why do you have to write to be on Dancing with the Stars? That's what all the hosts, everything the hosts say is all. Oh my writers. gosh, can't they ad lib and figure it out? No, Isn't that crazy? Julia, but this is yeah. the reality. I mean, yeah. Well, and the other thing I was thinking of is there's a new show that's premiering on Bravo that I've been eyeing called Dancing Queens. Have you seen any of the promotions I for this? I have seen the promo. This looks good. It does look and good. And it's um, passion and glamour meet the rigorous demands of the ballroom dance competition as a group of dancer friends juggle the realities of their personal lives with their dedication to dance. In the end, all is fair in dancing and more in the ballroom. It premieres on t- next Tuesday, May 9th at 8 Central on Bravo. I think that looks good. Could be. And I was thinking, you know, they're feeling the competition. I don't know. You know, Dancing with the Stars was the only gig in town for so long. So. Well, this is a reality This is show. a reality it's show. A different Dancing thing. with the Stars is a reality show, Lord. Well, I know, but it's a competition show. This sounds like it's a reality show. More like, reality. Yeah, less yeah. Com- but it looks good to me. I kind of like it. DVR. Kind of like it. All right. Give me the share news. All right. Well, I saw this this morning and. It's true. Cher and her boyfriend, Alexander Edwards, have broken up. He, he, she broke up with him. Did. The Believe singer is single once again after recently breaking up with her boyfriend, Alexander A.E. Edwards. E! News confirmed a source close to the former couple confirmed that they separated a few weeks ago and it was amicable. Uh, the last time that they were seen together was um, in March on like March 12th. But she um, was kind of talking about how in March, she revealed to E! News that she and Edwards were mixing business and pleasure by working on music together for her upcoming album. Some of the songs Alexander gave me, so I'm pretty excited about that, she gushed. He's a producer and a writer and he does everything, so I'm happy about that. So... She gushed over him. And she gushed to Kelly Clarkson about him. She said, I know it looks ridiculous on paper. There's a 40-year age difference, but I'm happy. It makes me happy. That was that was also like in March. I know. Oh, Cher, I wonder what happened. Uh, the most recent out- outing was at the Versace Fall Winter Fashion Show in L.A. on March 12th. Mm-hmm. Nothing since then. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, she broke up with him, so... Maybe she got tired of explaining references to him. Well, there was an age gap. Yeah. That's such a I little backwards dig. That's very funny at the same time that I got, and Grant probably got. <laughs> Maybe she forgot. You know? Maybe she... I always wonder that about these huge age differences of people, if that is something that bugs them. Like, I remember my sister, when she married a man 28 years her senior, I'm like... Does it bother you, you having, that you don't know any of his That Teddy music, Roosevelt was in know, office when we he was... Have, we have this issue. We're 10 years apart. So yeah. I, I am mean, not 20, but 10. Even that 10, though, makes a big difference in my generation because an 80s baby to like the ni- late 90s yeah. is so... A, it's She's a technology baby. Yeah. I was on the verge of not. So right. for me, Lily and I, I try to get her... We have this issue. Yeah. And so a lot of times we just have to separate on things and I watch it for myself for nostalgic purposes. Right. But another issue that arises, this is my dad's best friend and I hope they're not listening, but this, he always <laughs> jokes that because he got married to a much younger woman and he's retired now and he wants to re- live the retired life mm-hmm. and go and travel and do everything, but he can't because still the love of his life is still working and doesn't have the time off. So mm-hmm. it's really affecting oh. how he can retire. 
That's Casey funny. has had no problem. He's no, been he retired hasn't. for like well, five or yeah. six years. And yeah. He wants me to travel and go off with him. I'm like, I'm a working woman. It's <laughs> true. Bring it home, the bacon baby. That's right. Oh, yeah. It can be. It can be decisive. It can. It can have its issues, but people can work it. I don't know. Yeah, that that makes me sad for sure. I'm going to Maybe it was her decision. Twitter? Well, it says here that she broke up with him. Oh well, she got she had once fun. again after recently breaking up with boyfriend. So if one of her friends. E was her friend, and she had reported to E earlier in the month that they were working on music together. She made sure E knew she broke up with him. That's what I'm thinking. Anything on Cher's Twitter? Well, I just looked at that. She hasn't tweeted since March 19th. Oh, there you go. So... The last time they were seen together was the 12th. Oh, dear. And all the stuff like March 12th, 19th pictures with Donatella getting fitted for this Versace, you know, and she's with him and holding hands and everything. And she just looks like a million. They really are a great looking couple. Well, she says, okay, I have no idea. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. She's- well, she's admitting she broke up on the, her tweet, Lori, if you read it. First of all, there is no excuse for my behavior. Talk to me, vent your sadness, frustration, disappointment, and anger, and then people are sad. Um, that doesn't say anything well, about breaking up. Love isn't what you say. Love is what you do. People are sorry. You know. That, all that right, is fine. Just, that could be about anything. All right, fine. I was looking for something say, hidden. Nowhere does she say she's broken up with him. But yeah, she's got to get back out there tweeting. Um, she's got. We don't care if you're sad. You need to just, get, back out, get back out there and tweet for crying out loud. What are you doing letting us down? Um, uh, Loreen, do you care that Gwyneth Paltrow, um, you know, she won't recoup, recoup her attorney fees? I love it. I can't imagine <laughs> how much money she spent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they Because she missed a half a day of skiing, you know, and he <laughs> had this last, whatever... Yeah, of course, she didn't have to fork over the ridiculous money, but she won a dollar. But now he, this guy, doesn't have to pay her legal fees, which has got to be a lot because this lawsuit went it was going on for several several years. And- well, a ruling on Saturday, this past Saturday, Utah judge said the attorneys for both Gwyneth Paltrow and Terry Sanderson had agreed to drop the matter of her attorney fees. Well, she's going to have to consciously uncouple from her pile of yoni I think, I think that she just wants it and over. vagina candles to pay for her lawyer. I I think it's already done, and yeah. she's already paid him, and it's all done. Yeah. It's all said and done. God, that was, that that was, was, that was uh, the smugness and hilarity of that oh, was great. trial was great. Although, a year ago, we were in the middle of Johnny Depp oh, and her daily... Oh. That was the reality Reality show of the year. No writers needed for that. No. No writing except for the attorneys. Oh, man. Gosh, you guys were glued to that thing like Mm -hmm. it was. It was fun. It was. Julia, what did you think of Serena announcing that she's pregnant? I mean, happy for her. And she looked pretty. I liked her dress. We never see her in Ohanian, you know, her her guy. Yeah. Walking, you know, they don't do that many red carpets. They really don't. And then Carly Kloss was the other pregnant one on the red carpet. I yeah. thought she looked beautiful. I th- I'm congratulations, Serena. I mean, Olympia's got to be like four or five now. Yeah, big tennis is happening right now. I was watching some of the clay court yep, action this morning. Madrid Open, both Madrid and they're also in um somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, 
the, unfortunately, the women, the very high up women are screamers. And I just want to just say, <laughs> why don't you mute it? Or you like to hear the announcers? I like to hear, yeah, what you know, saying. what's going on, mm-hmm. what they would do different. And, you know, now coaches can tell them what to do from the sideline. Yes. You know, saying, you hold back, hold on a little more. You're hitting your backswing too early. Oh, I Mute. thought they didn't coach during the, they the match. They do anymore. now. Yeah, yeah. It's a new role. And they were also even, I noticed during the clay match, I don't know which one it was, I was watching that some other coaches were recruiting or doing, you know, just some eye watching for their upcoming opponents, you know. Oh, like, well, of course. It's always, do always, do, yeah, does that. But, you know, it's. It's I, fun watching the clay court stuff. It is. I uh-huh. love the clay court. I love it. It's good. I watched a little of the Madrid Open with my uh, uncle the other day. It was the gal from Greece against this girl from Spain. Well, Lori, there's a bunch match. of people there. Well, I know by care. There's Sarah a bunch. Of- Sal- one with an S, Sarasova, or something like that. But it was kind of a good match. She's I got the it. firmest calves in the world, Sarah Kuka or something. I can never tell you that her calves yeah. are. I mean. Whoa! It's Do fun they to rival Pedro Pascal's knees. <laughs> I think so. She's got some curves. I mean, my word. Um, anywho, it, let's come back and do Hollywood speak. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, Lori and Julia here for Learning Our Acts, and this is kind. Of, this is a cool testimonial because this was uh, Kimberly was a sophomore in high school 13 years ago when she went to Learning Our Acts in 2010. Her issue was reading. And so she wrote to uh, one of wrote to Barry, one of the owners, and she said, "I wanted to reach out to you as I've been thinking about you, and I want to share some news." Um, our, a year ago, she joined uh, the sales force as a product manager. She started a new career. She decided she'd go back to school and get her master's, and she's completed the program. Not only did I complete the program in the year while working full time, learning to golf, having a social life. This past weekend, I was reflecting on all the people who helped get me to where I am today without learning our acts and your support and working with my family. Um, it, I couldn't have done it. It's played an instrumental role in my life that's allowed me to get where I am and I have the confidence. LearningRx.com. What is the meaning of this? Julia, who yes, upstaged Rihanna last night on the Aqua Fresh carpet at the Met Gala? Upstage Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Upstage everybody, basically. You know, Jared Leto. No, no, Julia. It was the cockroach. Ah, I was oh, going to say the, it the was the cockroach. Tell her, explain what you're talking about. <laughs> so on Vogue's live stream, which was waiting for Rihanna to show up, admitted they couldn't wait anymore and they gave up. And um, she was oh, an hour and a half late. Yeah, but if you watch that sad mess of a live stream, you didn't miss anything. The host gave up the <laughs> second the cameras turned on. Okay, okay. and. Anyway, the most exciting part was the cockroach that raced across uh, the carpet. A guy tried to kill it. Another guy, it like ran up its pant leg. It was running all, it took forever for somebody to squash the cockroach. They're my, more afraid of you than you are of them. But this is New York City after all. But my favorite thing was somebody took a meme close up of the cockroach and put it in Gucci logo, Fendi logo, <laughs> oh, Chanel. That's funny logo <laughs> sort of okay here's here's a for real one so bill nye accompanied anna winter on the red carpet yes and and he's an actor that you would remember from love actually right. and many other things but yes. he's m- memorable in that it's a fashion coronation for the two of them because they've never walked together oh okay um page six called a rep for bill nye to ask about the romance and the rep just said bill and ann 
Anna have simply been great friends for two decades. They are not in a relationship. Anna Wintour's reps told Page Six, we think last night speaks for itself. Oh, tomato, tomato. What do we have here? Are they a couple? Wait, or her, aren't they her a couple? people said what? Last night speaks we for itself. We think last night speaks for itself. They walked together on a red carpet and apparently they were very cozy inside. They're and they, a couple. I, I wonder why they don't want to know that. I don't either. A guest inside told Page Six that uh, they are so cute. They're the new royal couple of fashion. I've never seen Anna like this, even when she was with her former partner. He would always stand behind her. Oh, that's sweet. They're both 73. They're both Brits. They've been friends for decades. That's sweet, Lori. I know. I kind of like that. So, yeah, I guess they just don't want to put a name to it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Honestly, what does it matter if it has a name or it doesn't? All right. Uh, Princess Anne was on CBS this morning. We never hear her speak. And she was asked about... Um, Charles' older sister. Yes, Charles' older sister. Mm-hmm. She she was asked about uh, the royal family, quote-unquote, trimming the fat after losing a significant amount of members. In recent years, Prince Philip retired, Queen Elizabeth died, Andrew was rightly shunned, Harry, Harry and Meghan, Meghan driven yep. out of town. Um What'd she say? I mean, it doesn't sound like a good idea from where I'm standing. Oh, she said that. I love it. Mm-hmm. My brother's a dink. <laughs> That's I'm going to just Hollywood speak that. My little brother is a dink. And <laughs> why did we have to skip me? Why does he get to be king? she does the most appearances. I know. I'd say I'm not quite sure what else we can do. It's all hands on deck. I think the slim down... Comment was said in a day when there are a few more people around. Yeah. Because that is something that that's Charles, Charles had said. Yes. But now they're so slim, everyone has to do five events a day. Mm-hmm. And then she said about Chuck getting named King. She said, well, you know what you're getting because he's been practicing for a bit. <laughs> and I don't think he'll change. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's good. Other, I, I like that. Me too. Yeah. The other thing about um, Prince Charles, soon to be King Chuck, is if you notice on any of the new official photos, quote unquote, he's been bullied out of showing his sausage fingers in official photos. Says, says. Why does he cover his hands? Yes, his hands are behind his back, or now they're. Why on does the he side. have funny fingers? Oh my gosh! I gotta look now. Oh, he has sausage fingers. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, he. He he's yeah he's got sausage fingers. I don't know that he's been bullied out of it, but either. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, well, I'm looking at Camilla him. Oh. told him. Oh, they really darling. Are. People are worried. Oh, they're very full. Very. I mean, Grant, you gotta Google them. Oh, they look yeah. funny because they're so full. Yeah. Is there wiki <laughs> fingers like wiki feet? No, I can. I am looking at his fingers right now. They're very. They're just very fuller. And they don't Girthy. look like they've aged. It's like someone put air in his hand almost. Because there's no wrinkles because they're so thick. That is the funniest. He hasn't ever done any manual. <laughs> I have never, I have not never a seen anything on those like ends. that. Oh, yeah. Every time there are photos of him out and about, commentators always point out his sausage fingers. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. And one of the pictures is him standing with his hands together and it's just links of sausages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, going to hell, said the person who wrote that. Right. Never. I don't think he's been bullied out of it by... I am shocked, though, how full they are. Yes. That's a funny finger for a gentleman his age. <laughs> you know? 
Maybe he explains his popularity with the ladies I in the seventies. I mean, that oh, looks funny. Quite a ladies man. <laughs> I thought the same. Okay, that was like just that. so funny. Yeah, I know. Look at him. <gasps> you might have to Google that because that is funny. John Bon Jovi was on with uh, Radio Andy. Yes, and he was asked about um, his night, his twenty-year-old son uh, proposing to nineteen-year-old Billy Bobby Brown. Yes, Here's what, did he what say? he said. Um, I don't know if age matters. And Andy said, oh, really? And then he said, well, do you worry for them because of their age? He said, if you find the right partner and you grow together, I think that would be my advice really is growing together is wise. So he doesn't want to comment yeah. on uh, that. This makes him nervous, although a bit dodgy. John Bon Jovi himself is married to his high school sweetheart. Yes, he is. But he was also rumored to have uh, a lady know, in northern Minnesota. That's right. He, he had, had heard he had about that the, forever. He, he, had, he had a couple of, when he was touring, he had yeah. a couple of but, a couple midway knows? stops. But yeah, good good on you, John. Yes, you don't want to answer no. that. Don't make it uncomfortable. But he, he did say that three of his four kids are engaged. He okay. said, I... I think all my kids have found the people they think they can grow together with, and we like them all. Oh, hey, that's so that's nice. Good. What yeah. else are you going to say? Yeah, I know. You know, you'd I... privately worry. <laughs> you'd privately worry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe tell your best friend. Oh, I'm really very kind of a yes, nervous wreck about you do, this. You do do that. You do do that. Um, okay, what's another thing we can have? Well, Hollywood speak. Uh, Hollywood speak. This. Do we need to have two shows about the Menendez brothers? Okay, that is. That's funny you say that, Lori, no. because one of them is coming out tonight. I don't understand. Menendez yes. plus Menudo boys betrayed. It focuses on an allegation from Roy Rossello, a former member of the boy band Menudo, who says he was sexually assaulted as a teenager by Jose Menendez, um, which is. Eric and Lyle's dad. Right. And if you remember that during the the brothers' trial, right. the brothers' lawyer argued that the men murdered their parents after Jose subjected subjected them to years of sexual and physical abuse. And I only remember that because I watch Edie Falco on Law and Order True Crime, the Menendez Brothers, which aired in 2017, and she played the uh, no, but I remember defense all attorney. This- from back, I yeah. remember this from their yeah, live court TV trial, mm-hmm. and they said we were so abused. So this is yeah, Aaron on Peacock tonight, right? and then we know that there's going to be it's a four parter. Mm-hmm. So and then there's going to be another one that's going to come out by Ryan Murphy on Netflix. Yes, and uh, the Lyle and Eric Menendez, they're going to have quote unquote exclusive access to both Lyle and Eric to participate in a separate documentary no there's this is this is like i i don't understand it but can i tell you mm-hmm. it's something on a completely different sure. note i'm kelly clarkson yesterday with pierce bronson pierce brosnan he likes to be called bronson charles Not, bronson's little brother sometimes yeah. brosnan i have to correct he, you because that one's so bad okay so he said that he would be so happy if they did a my big fat greek wedding three he said that was the most funny ever had on set. Everyone brought their families, their significant other, mm-hmm. their children. He wants that to happen. Because the studio's paying for a Greek vacation. It's, he and his wife were at the Met Gala last night. 
Oh, I didn't see them. Well, they just don't get the play. I've got to look it up. I didn't see them. Yeah, they were there. All right, I have to look at those pictures. Yeah, he's... Was, he talked he's about stashing. his art. Yeah, he's a very nice. He's just dashing. He's lovely. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right, be right back. This is Lori and Julie on my talk.